0: Hello everybody, I'm Warren Smith and I'd like to welcome you to this week's edition of the Ministry Watch Extra episode. And today I'd like to do something just a little bit different. I'd like to talk to you for the next few minutes about a Jewish economist named Julian Simon. Now, I know some of you might be thinking already, what does that have to do with Ministry Watch and ideas that Ministry Watch pursues, like transparency and accountability and charity and philanthropy? Well, I hope by the end of our time together that you'll be able to make those connections, because I think they're profound. First of all, I should acknowledge that Julian Simon's name does not probably mean very much to many Christians today, maybe not to you either. But I think it should. Uh, Since his death 25 years ago, those who follow the so-called dismal science of economics continue to study him, but most of the rest of us, well, not so much. He is, though, something of a model for how to promote unpopular ideas in the public square in ways that attract not just attention but adherence, and I think that's an important lesson for Christians to learn today. For example, in the 1960s and 70s, the conventional wisdom was that the global population was growing so fast that the world was headed towards disaster. Paul Ehrlich wrote an alarmist book in 1968 called The Population Bomb, and he predicted mass starvation as a primary feature of global catastrophe all to occur, in fact, by the 1970s. The book sold millions of copies and helped fuel the drive to legalize abortion and set in motion massive United Nations and other governmental programs that limited population growth. Ehrlich also, by the way, predicted that the price of raw materials would skyrocket as a rapacious human race caused them to become Increasingly scarce. But into that conversation stepped the man we're discussing today, Julian Simon. His 1981 book was called The Ultimate Resource, and he said that humans were not, in fact, a blight on the earth, but, as the title suggests, its ultimate resource. He said that the human ability to invent and adapt would cause life on earth to prosper and life to get better as the population grew. Now, you may be asking why. Well, he said because humans created resources at a far greater rate than they consumed resources. The book was fundamentally about economics, not religion, but it made a key biblical point. We are made in the image of God, a creator. So we, too, create. Now, to make this point about the creative power of humankind and to capture the public imagination, Julian Simon said that if Paul Ehrlich was right in the population bomb, the price of commodities would just skyrocket he publicly bet Paul Ehrlich that the price of a basket of five commodities would fall and not rise over the course of the coming decade. Paul Ehrlich took the bait and Julian Simon won the bet handily as the price of not just the basket of metals, but all five metals actually fell. The bet, as it came to be called, had a big influence on a generation of young political activists and emerging economists who were looking for ways to represent difficult economic principles to the general public in more interesting ways. The bet went a long way towards discrediting Ehrlich's work. Simon challenged Ehrlich to other bets in the future, but Ehrlich perhaps wisely refused. Julian Simon's predictions were not infallible. In 1996, he bet an Auburn University professor that timber prices would fall over a five-year period. Simon did not live to see 2001, which was the target year of the bet. He died in 1998, But he saw that there was a 50-50 chance that he could lose, so he honorably paid off that debt before he died. In fact, timber prices did rise over that five-year period, in part because of government regulation that artificially manipulated the market. It's important to note that timber prices are also famously volatile, and Simon's timber bet took place during a period of price spike. If he had lived to make his wager a 10-year bet, he would have won. Now, Simon's personal life was not without its challenges. He suffered bouts of depression for much of his adult life, but he soldiered courageously on through those depressions, and eventually he even wrote a book about those struggles that was a help to many. Simon was not a Christian, as I said. He was Jewish, but He did not make much of his own religious faith. That said, he often worked with Christians, especially those involved in the pro-life movement, those who opposed China's one-child policy, and those who stood against government and international efforts to curb population growth. Julian Simon understood the long game when it came to public discourse, and I think that's what we can learn from him today. He knew that it was important not merely to win short term political victories, but actually to change hearts and minds, to influence the way people think. It's a lesson that ministry leaders and donors and All Christians who are involved in public discourse would do well to remember if they want to make a difference in the culture today. So during this 25th anniversary of his death, those of us who care about human flourishing would do well to look back on his life and remember how he used economics to teach us a fundamental biblical lesson. We humans are created in the image of God. By virtue of the Imago Dei stamped on us by our Creator, each of us has inherent worth. Now, Julian Simon wouldn't go as far as the book of Ephesians to call humankind the masterwork, the Nike, the pinnacle of God's creation, but he came pretty close, at least in economic terms, when he called human beings the ultimate resource. Thanks for listening to today's Ministry Watch Extra episode. I'd like to thank our producers, Rich Rosel and Jeff McIntosh, for making today's program possible. And I'd also like to thank folks that are behind the scenes every day here at Ministry Watch, providing technical, editorial, and other support. They include Casey Suddeth, Kim Roberts, Christina Darnell, Stephen DeBerry, and many others. Until next time, may God bless you.